you have reached episode five of the Riot and Frolic podcast. On today's episode, I'll be reading Social versus Competitive Dancing, which I'll link to in the notes. Hi guys, welcome to Riot and Frolic, a mostly ballroom dance podcast in which I'll read dance-tastic posts from my blog, complete with the volume, emphasis, unintended sidebars, and accidental life lessons you'd expect. As they say in the studio, and here we go. Social versus competitive dancing. Social dancing and competitive dancing are not different. Oh, duh. I know they are, but the point of today's post is how they are the same. Sometimes I field comments from strictly social dancers about how competitive dancers only know how to do choreography. It seems. Then the competitive dancers complain about how social dancers don't have any technique. Both of these are true sometimes. It seems also like the ones complaining are often the problem. So... Yeah. Social and competitive dancing are both under the umbrella of ballroom dancing. Both require a general knowledge of rhythms and patterns to coordinate with particular kinds of music. Competitive dancing is based on social dancing, showing a more theatrical, obvious version of the characteristics of each dance. Competitive dancing often, never, always, uses choreography, a predetermined routine, to showcase the dance. Social dancing is a spontaneous mix of steps and moves, my favorite term, that change with each song, partner, and dance. Both require technique. I will repeat. Both require technique. (laughs) Competitive dancers should be concerned with technique. Having the best technique on the floor often is the difference between first and second place. Social dancers need to be concerned with techniques so they can communicate with their partners properly. For example, posture. One must have an erect posture as much as possible with their head held high, neck long, tummy pulled in, and it sends a clear signal of body weight to your partner. Bad posture makes it difficult for your partner to find you or sense where your weight is and when it changes. Uh, rhythm and timing. Moving your weight from foot to foot with confidence gives the message to your partner when and where to move. I'm going to add something because it isn't written down. Rhythm and timing must be done to the beat of the music that is appropriate to the dance that you have agreed to dance. Socially, sometimes you have to tell somebody what dance you're going to do because there are songs that could be a cha-cha or could be a West Coast swing or whatever. So you have to say, hey, we're going to start with cha-cha. And if your partner seems able, then you could maybe switch to West Coast swing in the middle. But you have to agree to a dance at the beginning, whether verbally or non-verbally. Footwork. This is the next thing in the list. Footwork, believe it or not, doing this correctly projects a notion to your partner of what you are doing or are about to do. 
It's like the turn signal of dancing. Proper footwork. I swear. Frame. Tone throughout your frame is the telephone line to your partner. If it's too loose, they don't hear you. If it's too tight, they want to hang up. And I thought that was a great metaphor. If you are a social dancer and you wonder why no one can follow that step or everyone is stepping on me, you should spend some time learning how to dance yourself before you start complaining about others. Leading is not pushing. Following is not hanging. Competitive dancers, you are not off the hook. As concerned as you are, generally, with technique and your road your routine and perfection, you must. First, chill out. Social dancing is social. Relax just a little. Your elbows may drop an inch. Breathe, smile, and say hello to your partner. Number two, am I doing numerals? Am I doing letters? I don't know. Stop thinking about yourself, about your moves, about How, what, why, when, huh? Start feeling and tune into your partner. Three, engage. Don't assume. Each step is something new. A lead might not finish a pattern like your usual, usual partner does. A follow might not know the ending you've led a million times. So just enjoy the dance you are doing with the partner you are dancing with at the moment. Competitive dancers. Dancing is fun. It can even be relaxing. Stop performing and be merry. So in addition to my written blog from, I don't even know what year it's from. Hold on. 2012. Oh my gosh, some of these are ancient. Um, So besides what I just read from 11 years ago, um, I have not written a social dancing etiquette post, which I am quite surprised at. Sometimes I feel like social dance etiquette is obvious. And then... I have to field questions and complaints from people. And so, as usual, with my blog and now this podcast, um, I'm doing answers to questions that I sometimes don't have time to answer completely. So, coming this weekend on the blog, there will be the first of at least two social dance etiquette posts. Like... You can look that up on Google and everyone kind of agrees on what the things are that you should do, but maybe you'll enjoy my take on them. Um, And I'm going to be rather specific because sometimes there's just a list like be polite, but it's been a long time since many of us have gotten to go social dancing, let's say because of current social and pandemics and whatever situations. So uh, I would just like to be very specific because I have found that many of us have fallen out of uh, practice being around other people. And it might be helpful just to be like, do exactly this. And as much as I hate having a script for 
anything, but for having like conversations with people because scripts feel very obviously forced. Um, There are things that work all the freaking time. So I'm going to write a very specific social dance etiquette post that I'll put up on Saturday and hopefully it will be helpful and either remind you of things that you're supposed to do or you'll be like, oh, yes, of course, of course, I have been doing that. I feel good about myself. I can go out on the social dance floor. But also remember that competitions are coming back, social dances are coming back, and they're really all based off the same thing. So as much as social dancers might complain about competitive dancers and vice versa, it is very equal. Remember that we're all doing the same thing. Um, One of the parts of my series is going to be about things to expect or not expect when you're social dancing. Um, because I feel like I go over competition stuff a lot, but I also have done a buttload technical term of social dancing over the years. And I know what I like to see and I like to feel, and I like other people to have a fun experience as well. And hopefully I'll give you some universal tips for that. So as usual, if you have any questions, please leave them. If you would rate me on Apple podcasts or whatever it is. I hear you can review on Spotify too. I don't know how to do that. But any feedback you want to give me, leave me comments, send me messages. Tell me it's good or bad. That would be great. Um, That is all for now. Thank you for tuning in. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for joining me today. If you picked up what I laid down, leave a review for the podcast. Come back next time. And in the meantime, go forth and practice.